0: Welcome to A Tale of Two Booksellers podcast.
1: We're a bookseller duo from the north of England. Although truth be told, one of us isn't a bookseller anymore. But that does not stop us talking all about books, especially YA.
0: Hey guys, it's me Fiona. And me Kimmy. Today is still the 15th. Yes, we are recording two episodes in a row. It's the 15th of January. And today we're talking all about those 2019 releases we cannot
1: wait for. Yes. Yes. So many good books coming out this year. It was really, really hard to... Get my list down to what it is, and my list is longer than it should be. Mm-hmm. Which is so, shock to nobody. Yes. <laughs> Oops. We'll also have a quick run over of some of the books that we've read recently as well, just to yes. keep you guys up to date. It's a little bit more
0: of a getting, longer episode Getting
1: back into our rhythm, yeah. hopefully. We're hopefully going forward into the year a little bit more productive, a little bit more yeah. scheduled, so. We'll see how long the last. Yes.
0: <laughs> Optimism. Optimism. I'm trying to be positive, I promise. <laughs> anyway. Okay,
1: so we're kicking off the episode honest. with our most anticipated reads. So what are some of yours do you want to well
0: I know one of the ones that we both have on our list is the first one I have written down which is King of Scars by Lee Bardugo yes yes yes, 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 yes <laughs> I have my copy pre-ordered in the shop and I can't wait for just get pictures of it because you'll be like they're here and I'll be like oh my god yes
1: I've already so excited. pre-ordered mine as well hell will probably freeze over before I've managed to get a proof copy of this so. I don't <laughs> yes. I don't think they did proofs they no. did
0: um samplers oh yeah of they course. didn't do proofs I did get a sampler so. oh well more than when I got no, okay. I don't think they did proofs, and I think there's a good reason for that. I'm assuming. It's Leigh uh, Yeah, it's *Le like, It's <laughs> yeah. that for a start because they didn't do proofs of. I don't have more, I gave it to you. *Language of Thorns*. Oh no. *Language of Thorns* and.
1: One, no. Wonder Woman. No Wonder Woman. Yes, Wonder Woman. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. They didn't do proofs of either of. No, they... well, It was a it was a sampler we got again of *Language yeah. of Thorns*. It wasn't a proof. See, I don't know anymore. Too many books. <laughs> But yeah, I think they've just stopped doing proofs. I'm assuming because they don't really need to. Samplers are enough for hype. Yeah, I
1: think so. So,
0: makes sense. It is.
1: So, another one which has appeared on both of our lists mm-hmm. is definitely The Princess and the Fangirl by okay. Ashley Poston. So, was it our first episode? I think it was our first episode. We which talked just, about Geekerella. Oh, we yeah. just basically gushed about Geekerella. Yep. And this is... Is it a sequel or a sidequel or... I don't think it's technically I know any. it's the same
0: world it's what? different characters I think it's just set in the same place I think it is one of those sort of sidequels but not actually but kind of is yes
1: <laughs> either way very excited for yes. it because Excite. Ashley Poston is just like Geekerella I still talk about that book constantly yes. to this day yes. so much love as soon as I saw it, when, when she announced that I was just like yes, Yes yes, 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 yes. And then the
0: next one, obviously, is
1: Priory. Of the um, if you listened to the previous episode, I'm just going to show up now because <laughs> I already, like, so it's your yes, turn to talk I
0: about. am. I am so excited for this book because I'm, like, rediscovering my love of dragons thanks to The Last Namsara. And I'm just like, I would like all the great dragon related books. And I know this one is going to be fantastic. This I'm so excited. Ticks
1: every dragon
0: although I may have I've got a hardback on pre-order I may have to pre-order a Kindle edition because I don't
1: think I can carry that book around with me it is like <laughs> I've got the soft cover proof and I struggled because it was when my shoulders yeah. were really bad mm, I struggled I to remember. hold the book and read it like I yeah. had to rest like, it on a cat I love something.
0: hardbacks <laughs> but I know it's such a big book I don't I don't want to ruin it
1: yeah it's so, definitely a shelf I book.
0: mean what a shame I'll have to order two <laughs> copies Shucks.
1: <laughs> I'll jump in with a couple of books that I have already read that come out this year mm-hmm. that I'm really, really, really excited for the rest of the world to read and love as much as I did because I'm sure they will. So, A Curse of Dark and Lonely by Butcher Kamara is on there again. I spoke about it at length in the last one. We love so that book very much. Slide on past it, and um, on the come up by Angie Thomas is brilliant. Um, If you wondered how she would follow The Hate You Give, she does it bloody well. Her writing has improved just leagues and leagues and I didn't think that was possible so it's incredibly readable. It's one of those like ones that you read like 50 pages and you feel like you've read like 10.
0: And suddenly it's three hours later and you're like I was only gonna read one more
1: chapter. Exactly that so (laughs) That's going to be an exciting one. Yes, I am excited for that as well. Um, right. And then I've kind of shoved this in here because it's going to be my next read. So by the time this goes live, I'll probably read it. Um, Aurora Rising. I'm so excited I- for this book. Oh, it arrived yesterday, and, and I- I'm so jealous of you right still. now. <laughs> it came in a big shiny package. I'm so excited. Did you
0: do what I did when I got Obsidia, which is I just looked at the pa- package and screamed? Yeah, my like right. <laughs> post correct response. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my parents was just like. Bye, bye. <laughs> so. it's like, okay then. Yeah, be excited. Yes. I'm so excited. So. Like honestly, I think I think Aurora Rising is my like the most anticipated book of the year. Like next to Priory, like those two are the ones that I I, I need in my yeah. life. Oh. I've
1: had a quick flick through and Are you just trying exciting. to make me more jealous? Honestly. <laughs> I'll be finished with it in about three days, don't worry. So. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, gimme, give me, give me, give me, carry, carry, carry me. Uh, yeah, so what other books are you looking forward to?
0: I have a couple of ones that I don't think you will have come across. Probably not. List. No, because you um seem to pull. It. I like to do my my deep diving into yeah. books that are coming out, and so I have one here that's called "Comics Will Break Your Heart" by pa- by Faith Erin Hicks. I believe Faith Erin Hicks was an illustrator originally. I was gonna say the name rings yes. a bell. Pretty sure. Um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head because I don't have the info here. But um it's it's a fandom-esque novel. It doesn't Sold. it doesn't have <laughs> a UK publisher, so it's gonna be a bit of a faff to get hold of, but it sounded so good when I looked into it that it immediately made it onto my like list of ten books. I was like, this is these are books that I need. Um and I just I love fandom books, convention books, graphic novel, manga you know, books said about these things because this was my life growing up as a teenager. Like yeah. this is just it speaks to me. So that one, I think you will probably like too. Yes,
1: I will be keeping an eye on that one. Mm-hmm. I've got *Children of Virtue and Vengeance* by Toby Adeyemi. just because of where *Children of Blood and Bone* was left. I need to continue. I think I. Finished it the day before we went for dinner with yeah, her and I was just I like, was, so I'm, I'm gonna need to know. <laughs> gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Um and she wouldn't tell me a thing. <laughs> um so I'm really, really excited. When does that come out? That have I got up. time to read the first You've one? You've got time okay, to read cool. that, yeah. I think I'm it's, gonna it's have the first to make
0: a TBR this year, but yeah. <sighs> I did make a TBR jar last year. I don't know where it is. <laughs> oh yeah. <I laughs> oh, it's there. That. You I can I could just see it behind a pile of books. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Story of my life. Um so I also have written down here The Quiet at the End of the World by Lauren James because I freaking loved The Loneliest Girl in the Universe. So much so, I made some pins.
1: Hey! hey. See, this um, is one I completely forgot to put on my list even though I totally meant to. So. Yeah.
0: Well, this is the nice thing about doing this together is we can both be like, oh, I found this thing or I remembered yes. this thing. So yeah, I'm really excited for that and I'm just like, it's gonna be such an, a good read and I'm just gonna power through it and I'm just gonna love it and it's just gonna be great, and I'm just so excited. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, 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 so excited. Yes. I am also... I think it's just come out, so it is technically this year, and I think it only Mm -hmm. came out in the States, but I'm desperate to get my hands on a copy of Slayer by Kirsten White, because... Buffy was my life growing up. I wanted Buffy to... Buffy girl in the oh, room. Oh, yes. I wanted to be Faith. I wanted to marry Angel. I was See, obsessed.
0: I, I somehow skipped Buffy entirely and did Charmed
1: instead. I sort of got into Charmed and then I fell out of Charmed when they killed one of the sisters off and then... but then yeah. I, I still watched every single scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even though I was like... I don't know how I feel about that death, but all right.
1: <laughs> I think a lot of people were either buffy or charmed. A lot of the times, they were yeah. very similar, so yeah. Think, yeah. Huh, there you go. But I need to get my hands on a copy of this book.
0: Yes. Um, And the next one is for a book that I actually have got a proof of, um, and that is Once and Future by Amy Rose Capetta and Corey McCarthy. It is a, it's an Arthur retelling, isn't it? Oh yes, yes. It's an oh, Arthur retelling in space. I'm, I'm like looking at the book. I can see it, and I can see it's the spine, and I'm like, this is not helping me. Um, it's a, like a semi-futuristic Arthur Knights of the Round Table retelling.
1: Um, but it's also I have the press A female. Here. Um, oh well, they just gotta press me Apparently it's an inclusive, gender-bending, sharp reinvention of the Arthurian legend that's also a jubilant celebration of people of different sexualities, races, and gender identities. That sells it so much better than I did, jeez. <laughs> but yes, you can see from that, like, why
0: I'm just like, yes, this book sounds yeah. amazing. And they sent me a proof and it's got like a tiny sword
1: attached to it, it's so <gasps> cute! I love it. Oh, that's it. doable. I know that there is one in on its way to me at the moment, but I'm very it's excited. not arrived yet. We should so. buddy read that one. Yes, that could be the challenge book. Ooh, yes, good shout. <laughs> yeah, we totally planned that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next one is Crescent City by Sarah J Maas, which is her nude series. They're actually publishing it for adults this time, rather than trying oh. to market it as a YA, which everybody knows the Court of Thorns and Rosen series is definitely, definitely an not. adult, yeah, it's not definitely. YA. Um, I'm really excited to see what this is. A whole new world, a whole new set of characters. It's going to confuse
0: a lot of people, though, when they go looking for it and you're like, no, oh, yes. it's in the adult
1: section. They'll be like, what? Yes. And Especially it parents me.
0: who come in to buy it will be oh, like, oh,
1: yes. Have fun with that one. Hey. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have a couple of copies in there just because everybody yeah. looks for it there. But That's true. Yeah, I'm, I don't know much about it. I've purposefully stayed away <clears throat> from things because I want to. Just dive in. Yeah, I assume they
0: won't be proofing
1: Sarah J. Maas anymore because there's no I'm need. I very, very, very much doubt mm. that they'll proof. So hopefully, you won't M.
0: get anything spoilery or anything yes, like that. So. That is the hope. That is the yeah. hope. Um, and my next one is also a book I don't think you will have come across, and I don't even know how I found out about it. It's called *This Train Is Being Held* by Ismay Williams, and it is a contemporary about two people who meet on a train. It is a YA book and I think they meet a couple of times on the train, but it's about their lives and it just sounds so interesting. I will get the summary for you afterwards, but it just, it's just,
1: it just caught me and I've just not stopped thinking about it. Does sound like the kind of thing that I would find myself getting Mm. really sucked into. Yeah, it just sounds like
0: a really strong contemporary that deals with race, identity, but it's just set in a slightly different way. I don't know. It's just something about it really spoke to me.
1: So, I'm also looking forward to um, the final book in Amanda Lovelace's uh, Women of Some Kind of Magic trilogy, which is The Mermaid's Voice Returns in this one. It is a collection of poetry, like I said, it's the third and final instalment of her uh, poetry series, and I just find that her poetry really speaks to me, so I'm just really excited to... I need See to I, I keep saying I'm going to try
0: her poetry and I still haven't gone and got the first one. I need to actually it's have a look so into good. it at some point.
1: It's the sort of poetry if you handed it in in school your teacher would look down at you, but I personally think that it's connects in it's such a way. It's contemporary poetry. Yeah, exactly. And mm. I find I connect with it so much more than I do with like traditional. That's it. When I think poetry. of poetry, I
0: think of classical poetry. Like I don't think that yeah. I could ever really like poetry but I think this more contemporary stuff where you're actually being yourself and you're actually talking about things that
1: are current is a way forward. Um, That's what's completely just re-sparked me Mm. being interested in it again so yeah I'm uh, looking forward to
0: that.
1: And I have here the Paper and Heart Society
0: by the one and only Lucy Powery. How could we Uh, not be excited about that? I'm so so pleased for Lucy and I think it's going to be such an adorable, cute, quirky read. It just has her written all over it, quite literally. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, but no, like I'm, I'm trying to champion a bit more UKYA into my life this year. I want to go and find those books. Like these are, these are people I already know, you know, or authors I've read before. But I do want to try and discover some other ones because one of the things I want to do with my business is focus a lot on making stuff for the fandoms of UKYA, of stuff that's important to me and important to other people, because big US books get so much more in terms of yes stuff from their publisher and people wanting to do things for those series, um, and I mean, yeah, it, it might be a bit of a struggle for me to get to a, like, a financial point where I can carry on doing that stuff, but I want to do it, that's just part of what I want my brand to be. So. I'm starting off with the UKYA that I know and I'm hopefully yep. gonna try and read some other ones as
1: well. Yes. yes. These are exciting things. Yes. I am looking forward to The Love and Lies of Roxana Ali by Sabina Khan. Just because it just seems to really interest me. It seems kind of similar to sort of Nick Stone, um, who did like Dear Martin and Odd Odd one Out, Which I just it, still haven't read, it, it's <laughs> sat in the pile. It just Really, I read the synopsis and it just grabbed me, and I'm just mm. thought, you know what? I don't yep, think I'm gonna I come keep... across that one. It's I don't think. a um, it's US publisher, but it's oh. a contemporary sort of mm. all about race identity kind of thing, and that seems to be something that I'm really drawn towards yeah. at the moment. So I'm gonna continue, and it's again, it's another own voices, yes, which I am all about. So yeah. I'm looking forward to *Internment* by Samira Ackman. Who did love hate and other filters, which was a kind of like seen the cover. It wasn't an amazing amazing book, but it was it was a cute contemporary. It managed to do like a meet cute type thing with some serious like issues surrounding race and what have you. This one seems a little bit more down the serious route and um, it's basically set in an America where there are internment camps for Muslim Americans. Oh. And it follows this girl whose family is sent to an internment camp. So it's sort of kind of set just a couple of years in the future, you know, kind of like a, a possible... A too uh, close, like, yeah. yeah. Um, So I that sort of stuff terrifies me but, but fascinates but me time, at the same yeah. time. So as soon as I saw the synopsis for her new one, I was just like, oh. I'd seen the cover, but I hadn't read the synopsis, so I didn't know that's what it was about, but that's very yeah, interesting. Yeah, the cover doesn't really give that impression. No, either. it the doesn't. Cover is very, really bright. I thought, the... I just assumed it was a contemporary. Yeah, I think it's... Which, it sounds a bit more,
0: almost like dystopian-esque edge. But it's kind of like still close contemporary. future dystopia. Yeah, so... a bit too realistic. Yeah, that was <laughs> gonna be, yeah, that's gonna be an interesting read. I just have some honorable mentions left. Oh. Um, which one of them we both have, which is There's Something About Sweetie by Sandia Menon. Yes. Um, I loved Sandia Menon's first book, but I wasn't a fan of her second book. I've
1: still not read Twinkle, because... There was a of lot of
0: mixed reviews about
1: it, to be fair. It wasn't read. just me. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I've seen some people going, oh no, it's, it's just as good as Dimple and Rishi, and then some I, people say
0: i think you'll be really into it because i didn't get any of the film references and i just felt okay. like i was being secluded from the book
1: like uh, entirely because okay. it was
0: so heavy on the references because okay. every chapter is a letter to someone else in the film industry and i'm like i don't know who these people are i have no idea okay. um i'll have to keep you updated. whereas i think you'll be a bit better with it because you at least have watched a lot more films and are sort of know a bit more about that
1: especially with. Ash being a film. Book. I was about to say, like so. anything I don't understand, I can just ask him, and yeah, me, so that'll be it. Um,
0: but I think because there's something about Sweetie is more of a follow-on, yes, from the first book than yeah, that's so the impression
1: that I kind yeah, of yeah, so. because it's it's
0: about I'm gonna forget his name. Oh, uh, is it the younger brother? I, I literally
1: read this book. No, it has gone. <laughs> I literally had it earlier it's but gone. I can't find it. But, but yeah, because yeah. it's
0: about him and he was such an interesting character in the first book and I'm really yeah. glad he's getting his own book. Because this is the book we thought we were getting yeah. with the last one, but we didn't and it was like, wait, what's going on? I'm confused. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to see what she does with that one.
1: Yes. Um, I've got... Two more that I'm that are on my main list, which are with the Fire and High by Elizabeth Acevedo, who did the Poet X, which I wasn't expecting to like as much as I did. It blew me away. The entire book is written in poetry, and she managed to just all of <laughs> my yeah all of my expectations were just like blown out of the water because it was brilliant. Um, so I can't wait to see. I think it's again same world, different characters. Mm. And then The Girl King by Mimi Yu. Which I need to read. The when we went to the blogger event and they pitched it, I was just like, ooh. Oh, did you get a copy? I did not get a copy. I think I have
0: a proof and an e-arc. I will double check, cause if I do, you can have the proof. Ooh, thank you. Because I don't need all the books. <laughs> um, and then I have one last honorable mention, and that is Fan the Fame um, by Anna Premaza, Premaza? Not entirely sure. Again, I believe it's an American publication. This one's about YouTubers. Oh. But it's not like by a YouTuber writing a story. It's it's more the fandom side and the sort of like toxic side. It just See, sounded interesting. In, yeah. Sorry. It sounded yeah. really interesting. That's what I've gleaned from the synopsis so far. I'm sure there was something else that I, I saw in the synopsis that I was like, I must mention that, and now I can't think what it is. Oh, yeah, Equal parts Rainbow Rowell's fangirl and Jennifer Matthews' Moxie. This fiercely crafted feminist YA novel takes on fandom, accountability, and doing the right thing even when it hurts. Well, would you look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why I was like, we're going to like this book. <laughs> that just ticks all of the yeah. boxes. So. Um, it's not out till August, and I hope it gets a UK
1: publisher. I... I do like the fact that Waterstones have now started realising that there is a market in the USYA imports and have started getting them in.
0: Finally! it makes
1: my life so much easier when it comes to getting books. <laughs> yes. My final audible mention is called Somewhere Only We Know by Maureen Goo. I had never heard of this until this last night. This is the night. K-pop one! It's K-pop!
0: Because yes. I, you sent me a picture earlier of your list and I was like I've never heard of that book so yeah. I looked it up and went Oh my god! I'm surprised. This is it great. Didn't jump up on you because it's like the music. and then Yeah, you love and you know like I the like the music, music way. I, yeah. Um. um it, it it's on my
1: like future lists yeah. now. <laughs> it's. I don't know. There's just something about it that's just struck me as this book is going to be really fun. Yeah. And and
0: I'm talking earlier about there being less. Was it the last episode? Yes. There being yeah. less funny books. Yeah. This is gonna have that fun and that ridiculousness, because a girl wants a hamburger, and she needs it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we think about Slay again, just really fun. Fun. If it's anything like Slay, then I am Remind me on Friday, I need
0: to pick up Slay on tour, because they didn't have it out when we went in the other day.
1: I still need to get a copy (laughs) of that as well. I'm going to buy all the books. I don't know so those are the books that we are looking forward to yes. in the next year i know that we have probably missed off a million oh, yeah. others um there's so, so, so many books there's something that we haven't spoken about that you're really excited for please do send us a tweet or something because we'd yes. love to add more books yes. to our uh, to read list
0: TBRs.
1: so our reading challenge last month was last last m- month was, no, last no, them, no, the, november yeah. <laughs> was what if it's us yes uh by becky Albertalli and adam silvera um obviously we interviewed them we did in that episode it was uh, very exciting so what did you
0: i really really like the book um if you listened to our previous episode i did mention it in my top 10 of last year i thought it was adorable and just what i needed at that time and i love dual point of view books if it's dual point of view i'm sold like
1: yes that's just one of my like things i love how the two so different personalities you could tell mm. that a different author had written them but just the way that they connected together and the yeah. world was written and it was seamless
0: mm-hmm.
1: i didn't expect it to be as seamless as it was cuz sometimes you can usually tell like oh x person has written this, this. Bit, yeah whereas you couldn't yeah tell and even when we asked them sort of like how did you do it it wasn't like Becky did one chapter. Adam did another no, they, chapter. They
0: like they one of them predominantly worked on it, but then the other one sort of because their character featured so much in each other's chapters that they kind of had to write them yeah side by side. Like it was just really interesting to hear how differently you can
1: put together a co-authored book. Yeah, and just like how close the two are as people so as well, cute. It was just adorable. Them. So. Hopefully they come back to the UK again soon, and hopefully they co-author another book together. I would so be down for this.
0: Yes, sign me up. And our next challenge book is going to be Once and Future by Amy Rose Capetta and Corey McCarthy. Very kindly Rock the Boat have sent us proofs. Well, I have one, yours is on its way. Yep. And we both realized it was on our list of books we're excited about this year, so we thought we might as well read it together.
1: That and it's another one that just ticks a bunch of boxes for us yes. and just really excited for yes. it. And another co-authored one. Can you yes. notice how this
0: one's going to do? Pretty sure it's dual POV. Yes. Yes, I am excited.
1: So the more I find <laughs> out about it, just the better it seems. It's great. Yes,
0: so hopefully that will be sometime soon in an episode, question mark. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try to be better this year yes. with an upload We're schedule and what have you. And on that note, I think we're going to briefly talk about some things that we read
1: Yes, since we last spoke, because it's been a while. Yes, I have a big long list, but I am just literally going to just go through it and just basically, if one of them blew me away, then I'll say a quick note. Mine is only away.
0: short because this is all I've read since December. You've been
1: really busy, No, oh, I mean, that's true. Business.
0: This is true. <laughs> but I need to make more time to read because I'm just, like, my brain is at work all the time because I'm at home where my work is. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so I'm purposely trying to make more time to read this year. But we'll see how that goes. Do you want to get started then, considering you've got the yes. slightly longer list? I will just put back
1: through. So I read Ella on the Outside by Kath Howe, Bank by Emma Quigley, The Boy at the Back of the Class by Anjali K. Ralph, and uh, Q. Ralph, sorry. And oh my God, everybody read that book. It's a middle grade book, but it is, everybody should read it. Uh, Kingdom of Ash by... Ash by Sarah J Maas, <laughs> Rosie Loves Jack by Mel Darbin, apparently I can't speak.
0: No. I just like, I didn't realise how much it almost rhymed Kingdom
1: of Ash by Sarah J Maas. Yeah, I think that's what got me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the Raven's Children by Yulia Yakovleva, Muse of Nightmares by Laini Taylor, which was of course excellent because it's Laini Taylor. I'm uh, surprised
0: Laini Taylor didn't make it into your top.
1: Books. I think Strange and Dreamer I think was the better of the oh. two and Strange okay, and Dreamer made it into my last year That's true. so I think That's true. that was fair um, enough. On a Scale of one to ten, by Salem Scott What If It's Us by Becky Albertalli and Adam Silvera. Bookshop Girl by Chloe Coles which was exactly how you described it to me just fun and brilliant yes, and wonderful. Such a good book. Everybody go read that uh, from another bookseller as well. Um, a Change Is Gonna Come uh, by various people. Finally read the book even though they were on the podcast about a year ago. <laughs> I still haven't read the book, i so bad. It's actually really good and a nice quick read because of the way okay. it's paced. So, I'm, yeah. I'm, There's
0: so many things I'm going to get to this year now that I'm in a better headspace.
1: Yeah. Night of the Party by Tracy Matthews, which was terrifying look at Brexit Britain definitely read that um Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine by Gail honeyman which actually lived up to the hype I for the first half of the book I really hated Eleanor Oliphant but but that's part of the process isn't yeah it? <laughs> um, we are okay by Nina Lacour which broke my heart Vox by Christina Daer which terrified me again another near future dystopia. Yeah kind of roughly based on trump um the secret in vault 13 by david solomons which is the new middle grade doctor who book and uh, is so fun and so brilliant *Pocketful of crows by joanne harris which was my first joanne harris book and was absolutely just so atmospheric and wonderful uh, Help My Cat's of Vlogging Superstar by Ray Earl.
0: Oh, I remember getting proofs of that way back when. It's
1: actually kind of funny oh, was it cute and cute. It, l- it looks just kind of daft, but yeah, in a good Yeah, it's exactly that type of work. Yeah. Um, sex Object by Jessica Valenti, which was a very sort of raw and visceral look at how she's been treated as a sex object through mm. her life. Um, American Panda by Gloria Chow, which was so cute, and it's so good. The Witch Doesn't Burn in this one by Amanda Lovelace. Good gravy, your list is long. (sighs) Yes. Um, Are We All Just Lemmings and Snowflakes by Holly Bourne, which I think is a very timely book at the moment. The Water Cure by Sophie McIntosh, which didn't live up to all the expectations that I had for it, unfortunately. The new Secret Seven book, which is *The Mystery of the School* by Pamela Butcher. Oh,
0: is Pamela Butcher doing the Secret Seven Yeah, Sevens? it's
1: it's kind of fun and yeah, Ooh, it's very. Cool. She's modernised the language a bit, yeah. but the characters are still the same. Reckoned. So, if you are a Secret Seven fan, pick it up just because it's a fun sort of return to the characters. <gasps> On the Come Up by Angie Thomas, which was absolutely brilliant. Star of the North by D.B. John, which is a thriller set in North Korea, which is again so good. I stayed up until like 3am with that one. Um, feminism Is, which is a book by DK which is, explains feminism to children and is sort of, I can see that in classrooms mm. across the country. Uh, to All the Boys I've Loved Before by Jenny Hahn. I don't need to say anything about that. I still haven't
0: read a Jenny Hahn book.
1: It's actually just really funny, cute and fuzzy. It, it is something I will like. I will yeah. read it. The Binding by Bridget Collins, which I really enjoyed for most of it, but there was a bit in it that I really did not like, but I can't say because it will spoil it. <laughs> Spoilers. Wild Spoils. Embers by Nikita Gill, which is another poetry collection, which I have not shut up about since nope. I started reading it. It's so, Literally, so, Literally, like, so y- you put in the so chat, you were like, good. has
0: anyone read this book? And we were like, no. And
1: you were like, well, you need to. <laughs> it. It's one of those, that, like, one minute it's like a gut punch, and the next minute it's like someone's just like, rubbing your back kind of it's, it alternates between like comforting and very sort of visceral and raw um and i'm currently reading paper, paper avalanche by lisa williamson which is i would say probably so far my favorite of lisa williamson's books Ooh. and i really love the art of being normal so start with yeah. like the art of being normal i'm really
0: bad i keep going I haven't, I, haven't
1: I haven't read that i haven't read that i have read a lot of books i promise you but then it can be reversed the other way if you say it with me that's like with the garth Nicks true and... that's uh... true
0: anyway i haven't read nearly anywhere near as much as that <laughs> <laughs> with having my own business now it means i work most of the time yeah and i really shouldn't like there are some days where i'm still working come like six seven o'clock and karen's like you're done and i'm like no <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Naughty naughty. I need to get <laughs> out of the habit of doing that. Um, so I read Cork to Clear Card Card arc volume 5 and Waiting for Spring volume 9 in December. I didn't read a lot in December because I was just, I don't know if it was a seasonal depression type thing, but I was just not, not all there with reading.
1: Yeah, I didn't read anything in the first two weeks of December.
0: No, it just wasn't, it just wasn't a good month for reading. I don't know why. I then finished, in January, Notes on a Nervous Planet, which I did read a tiny bit of in December, but I think I started it in November. But like, (laughs) it's one of those books that you read it in little bits and pieces, and then I finally sat down and like, read the last 100 pages. And I enjoyed it, but not as much
1: as his first. Yes, I think... They're but, two very different books yeah, for a reason. For me, Reasons to Tale Life seemed personal and Notes on a Man's yeah. Planet seemed observational.
0: Yes, So. yeah. And I think it's also a, a time and place of reading. Yes. Um, and then read some more manga because that's what I do when I don't read a lot. <laughs> um, I read My Hero Academia, volume 16, um, and Takane and Hannah, volume five, which are two series I very much enjoy. And I'm currently reading Night Chaser by Amanda Bouchette. It is a science fiction romance opera type Ooh. thing. It's kind of going to be, I think, in the vein of a Maria B. Schneider would write as a sci-fi. So I'm interested to then compare it to Maria B. Schneider's sci-fi mm. when I get, get around to that. But it just sounded so great, and there's a character called Fiona in it who's a biochemist nice. who is like been in prison with these people because that. It basically sounded somewhere between like Six of Crows meets Science Fiction and like some romance and it just sounded really interesting. That really does and sound like I'll, incredibly I've got it over intriguing. there. I'll, I'll let you read the synopsis at the end and uh, you can see if if you think it's gonna be I don't know. It just sounded really freaking good so I'm reading it. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Reading some books and that is where we're gonna end it today because yes, there was yeah. a lot of books in
1: that. Yes, we have talked a lot. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode and listening to all the exciting books that are coming out this yes. year Yes. remember to let us know what books you're excited mm-hmm. for and feel free to shout at us for missing things off our list yes if you think please that we do have. Um, and, and i yeah. think that's
0: it yeah we'll, we'll see you all see... later Bye. bye if you like what we do please consider following us or sharing with your friends
1: we love to hear from our listeners and so you can get in touch with us in a variety of ways you can find us at Two Booksellers on Twitter, A Tale of Two Booksellers on Instagram, or you can email us at booksellers
0: at gmail.com. Thanks, Thanks so, so much for much listening. For listening.